Hello, everyone, and welcome to another awesome episode of Call It and the Ring. And tonight, I am joined here, like always, with my buddy, Ed. How you doing tonight, man? I'm good, brother. You know, we got to watch the granddaddy of them all. And uh, my girl, my favorite, most beautiful woman in the world, Alexa Bliss, hosted WrestleMania. And with the snap of her fingers, overturned a racist tirade. What? Oh wait, yeah, that's why they. That's why. Uh, that's why Hulk Hogan fired. That's why they fired Hulk Hogan from WWE because he screamed the N word a lot. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. We're gonna talk anyway. about Hulk Hogan. We're gonna talk about Hulk Hogan later on. But uh, tonight, this is our second modern day WWE pay-per-view event. And we might as well make the announcement now to you, all the fans. If you noticed, if you go into our archives at movieguyspodcast.com and are calling the ring archives, you will see that we did the 2019 Royal Rumble. That's right. Four times a year, you will hear our reaction to the big four pay-per-views. And that will be in order Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam and Survivor Series. So those will be mixed in with all the other stuff that we give you guys. Pretty excited about it, actually. I'm really excited about it. So tonight, I'm really excited about WrestleMania 35. Uh, This was a WrestleMania that I was waiting a year for because when we were watching last year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 34 New Orleans, they're doing a new thing now. Or maybe it's new to me because I just got into wrestling the past couple of years. But they're announcing the logo and the location of the next year's WrestleMania. So this time last year, they made an announcement that it was going to be at MetLife Stadium where the Giants and Jets play outside in April. I could not wait to see WrestleMania at MetLife Stadium. I was excited to see this. I was really excited to to get into this. Did that mean anything to you, the location, as much as it is to me? Um, The only thing that I could think of, like, it was going to be bad. I just thought it being April and where we live and potentially, you know, East Coast in April, we we get snowstorms sometimes. so I was afraid for their sake that it was going to happen. Yeah. And they absolutely lucked out during the card. Um, I will say this, though. I don't know if you if you, you or any of our listeners seen what had happened afterwards. Um, and we'll get into some of the points behind some of these things. But the damn thing lasted to 1 o'clock in the morning. It started at 7, o'clock, 7 p.m. and it lasted to 1 o'clock in the morning. And they couldn't getting 80,000 people out of MetLife stadium and trying to get Ubers and trying to get on buses and trains. There were several people stuck outside for an additional number of hours and it began to rain. So they just missed the rain window, but there were 80,000 people standing outside. They got soaking wet waiting for cabs and Ubers and, and buses and, because MetLife Stadium is is in the middle of nowhere. It's it's not in New York City. It's in New Jersey. You got to cross the bridge, so it's not the same as if it were at, the, at Barclays, where there's things around all the time, or the Bronx where the Yankees play. I mean, geez. I mean, or yeah, I mean, but Yankee no, you're Stadium, right. I'm just saying. Yankee I mean, Stadium like can't even fit the the amount of people that Bar that Barclays can. I don't think. I don't know. I'm just saying, like it would make. I mean. 
the show's too big to be in the garden anymore. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. It's too big. Maybe they'll do a Rumble again. Maybe they'll do a SummerSlam because it seems like this year SummerSlam is going to be in uh, Canada. But okay. So I was excited for it. But before we get into the the actual matches themselves, we have a few more things we want to talk about. And the one thing that I want to talk about is not only am I excited for WrestleMania for where it's going to be in the logo, because that's always fun for me personally. Sure. But I also am so excited to see the stages. How is the stage going to be constructed? Because back when I loved wrestling in the 90s, every pay-per-view had its own unique kind of flair, its own stage, Mm -hmm. matching the theme of the pay-per-view, right? Right. And now on Raw and SmackDown, it's literally the same stage, just different colors, blue and red. And also mm-hmm. for the pay-per-views, it's the same stage mm-hmm. bes- besides Mania. Sure. Last year's Mania was so cool because the stage was a giant Mardi Gras mask. Mm-hmm. This year, it was just a big Titan Tron. Yeah, I was disappointed. I mean, disappointed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to say disappointed for me was the was, wouldn't be the right word, but I also feel like they could have done more. I mean, how much more? I'm just being nitpicky. But at the same time, like, it really felt like a larger version of the thing that they do every every night. It did, because uh, on the WWE Network, I don't know what WrestleMania is, but they were in New York. It was it was marketed as New York, New Jersey. And the stage was a reconstruction of the Manhattan Bridge with the Statue of Liberty. Oh, uh, I don't remember which one that was, but I would imagine it's got to be it was 20 cool. or something. No, no, 20 was at the Garden. 20 was at the Garden. It was um, cool. Yeah. It was really cool to see that. So mm-hmm. I was disappointed in the giant Jumbotron. I was just kind of disappointed in that. Um, but one more announcement here before we get into the nuts and bolts of the show, fans. If you go to movieguyspodcast.com, you see that we have made an announcement prior to the episode has been released. We are starting something different here with Call into the Ring, Ed. You and I have discussed this. And if you are a follower of Movie Guys Podcast, you know our popcorn rating. It's a very simple rating. It's either a no bag, small, medium, or large bag. That's it. A large bag is the highest honor we can give it, right? Mm -hmm. So we wanted to change it up for Call in the Ring when we do our pay-per-view matches and when we review them. So we decided that we're going to do the bell rating. So if we have cute little bell icons now on the dot com, so everybody can see that. And when you download our future episodes, you'll see the name of the match, who won, and also Eric, I'm sorry, Jordan and Ed, who gave what bell rating to those matches. So our bell rating system is this, just like Movie Guys Podcast. If it's a crappy match, don't bother. It's a no bell, no bells. If it's a one bell, it's an okay match. It's not great. There's a lot of problems with it. If it's two bells, it's a decent match worth watching. It's fun. There is some hiccups, but it's okay. And the top is the highest we can give it is a three bells. And that is great match. Awesome match. You need to see this. Stop what you're doing right now and go check out this match. Right, Ed? This is going to be a fun. Yeah, Yeah, we had been using uh, the basically what had been wrestling's star rating uh, 
zero through five. Uh, and it worked to a certain degree, but we just wanted something that was simpler. Um, something, you know, no more half and quarter and blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, no, like he said, no bells means it's just something to skip through. One bell is, you know, tolerable. Two is, is a good match. And, and the equivalent of a five-star match is going to be a three bell match. Um, you know, we might add some flair here and there, but really that, that, that's going to be the nuts and bolts uh, of our, of our rating system now. So really excited to use it. It's just, it's much cleaner for us. It's much cleaner for, for you guys. And, and, you know, we're, 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 we're happy to, to make things easier on both us and you. E- yes. Easy for us and easy for you on the ears, right? We got to mm-hmm. make it easy. So let's get into WrestleMania 35. We're going to start off with, first of all, if you are a fan of wrestling, then you have probably watched the pre-show, which means you watched this thing for almost 10 hours. Congratulations. Wow. Uh, Ed and I are fans of wrestling, but um, I personally have never watched a pre-show. I think pre-shows are ridiculous. Ed, did you check out any of these four pre-show matches i i watched all of them not because i necessarily wanted to but the brilliance of the marketing department of wwe there was literally nothing else on tv to watch <laughs> the, my, my 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 cleveland indians had finished their their game um or excuse me they were off they were off no they played they played i'm sorry and I could have watched another baseball game on TV, but I really didn't care. Uh, I threw a wrestle. I had a WrestleMania watch party at my house, and several friends come over. Um, and while I was cleaning up and getting things ready, and and having food brought in and whatnot, um, and you know, this was just on in the background. Uh, I I can only the say I can say this. I the one thing I did watch was the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Uh, I don't know why they do that anymore, but they do it anyway. And I watched it, and it was just as dumb as I figured it would be. Okay, so let's go on that real quick. I'm going to argue with with you on this one. I hate the pre-shows in any pay-per-view that WWE does. I, I don't think it's necessary. They're trying to make it into an ESPN sporting event you know what i'm trying to say yeah like yeah. It, it's unnecessary it's just it's ridiculous okay agreed agreed for wrestlemania if you want to have a pre-show match and make it the andre the giant battle royal memorial trophy for the wrestlers who are not going to be on the main card just so they can be at mania just that one that's fine. That's okay. For me, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You see and, have saying, the, and have the women's battle royal too. And have the women's battle royal. Yeah. I, have those two. Do that yeah. Have those two and just be done with it. Mm-hmm. Just, 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 just have it as like a special little, it doesn't really mean nothing. When you win the Andre battle royal trophy, it doesn't, I mean, it, you don't win something like, "Hey, I got the trophy now. I'm gonna, now I'm guaranteed a championship match of the next pay per view." Like it doesn't happen that way. Right? It doesn't mean anything. It's just, but it's like it's like the 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 World Cup champion. 
which is anyway. So we're not going to get into the pre-shows really, but if you are interested, check it out on the WWE network. Uh, But in order, the first pre-show match of the night was Tony Nese, and he defeated Buddy Murphy, who was the cruiserweight champion. Um, I had, Buddy Murphy's been champion for a long time, so that was interesting mm-hmm. that he lost that one. The second one was Carmella won the 17-woman WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal, and she uh, eliminated Sarah Logan. Uh, the third pre-show was Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder defeated the Revival uh, in the Raw Tag Team Championship match uh, for uh, for the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Yeah, which so, the only reason that was port was important was because Kurt Hawkins lot had his fifty or whatever it was match winless streak snapped by winning the tag straps. Yeah, so let's 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 just let's just can I just bitch to you real quick? Go ahead, go ahead. I want to bitch to you just real quick. Uh, a little BTS here for the fans, a little behind the scenes because we just want to show how much of a nerds we are. We have with our friends a WWE Pick'em League. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Every month we have the match. We have our names who we think are going to win the match, and the match equals X amount of points. And you have to submit your results the day of the event, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can all figure out whatever. This match wasn't even on our Pick'em League because our buddy who does them who actually does it all. His name's Ryan. Everybody knows him as best friend Ryan from Podcast. Uh, friend of the show. He's been on our friend show. Of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the Call of the Ring. He's been on our show. I called him and I said, dude, there's a Raw tag team match. I'm not getting points for this. He goes, nobody has. Nobody knew this was happening. <laughs> like, like, that's stupid. Look, look. This is WrestleMania. Every title, my opinion, needs to be on the main card. It's every title. I mean, you oh need to be on the May card. I mean, but what are you? What are you going to eliminate? Are you going to eliminate the the? Are you going to eliminate Styles and Orton from WrestleMania? Are you going to eliminate? I mean, I would have eliminated Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, but there are, are, you gonna, there, are there are a few. But this is Mania. Every title should be on the line. I mean, they did it for Night of Champions, for God's sakes. Yeah, well, and that was just a regular pay per view. So. Yeah, it might. It might as well be. Might as well yeah. be in, in your house. Please bring back in your house. I would love that. Um, And then the fourth and final pre-show was the 30-man Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, Braun Strowman won uh, by eliminating Colin Joyce from SNL. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They, so. they had two guys from SNL who hid under the ring because yeah. they were afraid. And I will, I do appreciate what's his name wearing an Odell Beckham jersey as a Browns fan. I'll just say that. But he did as an F you to to New York as a joke. I get it. I respect it. Um, But they they did, they had a a hornswoggle dink the clown moment Mm -hmm. where they would, where they hid under the ring and then they came out at the very end and tried to eliminate Braun Strowman and Braun Strowman murdered both of them. Yeah. Right. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, okay, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> okay, so before we get into the main main card here with all the shit that's going to go down, I don't know if we're ever going to actually have a full episode of Bottom Ed, but Braun Strowman real quick, okay? Mm-hmm. This is where I am on your side about your displeasure with Vince McMahon, okay? Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon likes big guys. 
Maybe sure not is. big guys like Braun Strowman, but he likes big guys a la Taker and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman's become a joke to me. Ugh. He's a joke. He is, he is, he is no better than Kurt Hawkins, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. And the guy that has kids, what's his name? Heath <laughs> He's Slater. He's Slater. I got I mean, kids. <laughs> that is what Braun Strowman is. He's a fun wrestler. Uh, he was on, uh, he was, he was going for a universal title run against Brock Lesnar for a long time. They, they never put a title on him. It is a damn shame. Damn shame. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, he's just cannon fodder. He's, he is the modern day hornswoggle. What he, is. he, what he is, is he's, He's um, he's the new Umaga. Oh, interesting. Okay. And here's why. I mean, I love the character. I think he's actually I love I follow him on social media. I think he's funny. I lo- I mean, I don't know him personally, but I, I when you get a little bit of a peer into these guys' personal lives, you see just like he does shit that I grew up or he does stuff that I grew up doing, right? And when he came in as part of the Wyatt family, it was like when they had the white family be the big heel stable at the time, you were like, "Uh, like, how are they going to beat this guy? And then they made him the big bad that nobody could beat until they needed to. And that's just, that's what Umaga became, especially once Vince McMahon sort of took back over. It wasn't the corporation, but it was the next generation thereof. Right. And it's a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 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 every time he Vince McMahon needed help or had to call a guy, it would be Umaga and Umaga would beat whomever it was, like anybody and everybody, until they were gonna give him a title shot and then he would lose the title. And then he would lose a title match. Right. Because Vince it, Mc, yeah, Vince McMahon would, would bitch and bitch and complain about it. So let's pretend for a second that wrestling is not staged, right? Sure. Sure. Brock Lesnar, big motherfucker. Okay, let's just throw biased out the window. He can he can twist our heads around six times over, right? <coughs> Theoret- yeah, theoretic- theoretically speaking, yes. This 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 motherfucker is a, is a motherfucker. He's right? a giant. Yes. He's going against Seth Rollins. But if somebody would tell me Braun Strowman against Brock Lesnar, well, Braun Strowman looks like the guy who could take on Brock fucking Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. give him the guy that's like that's like our size with no muscle, just beer bellies and shame, but the mm-hmm. same size. Sure. We'll get destroyed. So anyway, all right, that's the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the main card. Uh, it opens up with America the Beautiful and Alexa Bliss comes out. Oh, Little Miss Bliss, I love her. And if you from Columbus, watched, Ohio, and if you watched Raw last night, pre this recording, which is Tuesday night, then you would know that she is now wrestling again, and she was wrestling against Bailey, so she's back. Sure, which I'm happy about. Mm-hmm. Uh, she comes out, and then she snaps her fingers, and here comes Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is making me fucking mad, and I'll explain <laughs> why for two reasons. All right, reason number one. He keeps on telling the same goddamn joke for the past three, four years about how he fucked up and calling one of the arenas the Silver Dome. Mm-hmm. He keeps on saying that, and I don't know why. Let it go. It's over. Number two, 
He fucked up again, and he called it the MetLife Arena. He did. <laughs> and that was not on. That was that. That was not on purpose. That he legitimately fucked up again. He did. I would love to see Hulk Hogan not at WrestleMania 36 next year in Tampa. Just, just, just go. It's away. his hometown, of course. He's gonna fucking. He's gonna either wrestle in it or host it. It's his hometown. It's where he lives, bro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> he literally. He can literally leave his bedroom with his, with you know, with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. He nice. can leave. He can leave his bedroom, drive to the arena in his own car. Go back home for lunch and then go host WrestleMania. Yeah, you're right. I just, ah, it's so frustrating with this guy. Like, Hulk, you're done. All right. You're done. Like, Ed, you know what I'm saying, right? You know, it's, he's that annoying friend that tells the same goddamn joke for the past six years. You're like, I've heard it a thousand. Let it go. So when he did that, that left a sour taste in my mouth kicking off mania here because i was like oh my god yeah and then all of a sudden paul Heyman comes out and interrupts him and basically says if we're not gonna be the last on the show we're gonna go to vegas where somebody appreciates us we're gonna go like he basically said we we're gonna lose this match we're done we're done so we got the first match of the night seth rollins defeating brock lesnar with Paul Heyman in a singles match for the WWE Universal Championship that lasted two minutes and 30 seconds. You are right. So, what was your first thought, your punch-to-the-gut thought, when Paul Heyman struts out? He doesn't speak yet. What was your first gut reaction when he struts out? Was your reaction the same as mine as, are they really going to open up Mania with the Universal title? Yes. I thought one of two things was about to happen. Which a I didn't believe. I thought, I thought a they're gonna have. I said, oh my god, you're gonna open with the Universal Title match? Really? You're gonna open with that? You, you should open with the Intercontinental Title match, or a tag match, or something like. You got to open with a different match. And then I was, and then I thought, I overthought myself, and said, well, they're definitely not gonna do that. So Paul Heyman and Hulk Hogan are gonna get into a, a scuffle, and Brock Lesnar's gonna come out and murder. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, no. It was That's kind of what I thought was about it. to happen. No, that was not what happened. And look, once he started to talk and he space and he said what he said, I got so frustrated. I was like, are we really? I mean, it's definitely. I mean, it's definitely a work. It, it, it's absolutely a work. Paul Heyman doesn't shoot. It just. It, it's not. It's absolutely a work. And he's Paul Heyman's so good that he makes a work look like a shoot. Seriously. He really does. But at the same time, it was it's it the line is so blurred at this point, I didn't believe it. So once they they said, okay, fine, we're gonna have the we're gonna have the universal title match now. I knew right then and there that Seth Rollins was gonna win. It took all the thought out of it. Right. It took all the thought out of it. You knew for without a shadow of doubt Rollins was gonna win. Yep. And it's it's he literally said it. Hey, guess what, guys? Uh, we're gonna go to Vegas, and they did after Mania, according to the dirt sheets that I read today. As soon as he lost, they got on a plane and they flew to Vegas. I mean, we we all know that <sighs> Brock Lesnar 
at this point in his professional life, feels as though he's above the thing that made him the most famous. And not in the way that The Rock does, okay? The Rock has always given thanks to wrestling and even was in Paige's movie, right? Yeah, and he, yeah. he does, but he doesn't, and he does, I'm not asking him to compete because he obviously can't because he has other multi-million dollar obligations that would cost, because he, he, he did wrestle at WrestleMania and hurt his leg and it pushed back Scorpion King back in the day. So it cost other people, not just him, tens and tens of millions of dollars. So he can't risk that. And I respect that. All I'm asking the dude to do is show up at fucking WrestleMania. And not be in the first match. Because I guarantee you, he fucking said to Vince, I'm losing. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, you're fucking, you know, yep. you're Seth done. Rollins, Seth you're Rollins. Yeah, Seth Rollins is going to is gonna win the strap. Okay, fine. Then fuck you and I'm first. I, I guarantee you that's what happened. And the only reason why I say that is because on the WWE Network, um, they have... WrestleMania 34 last year of all the behind the scenes stuff. And after Bre- and after Lesnar beat the living fuck out of Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. he walked into the gorilla room back there where Vince was and he threw the universal title at him and Vince stood up and called him an asshole. <laughs> that was so, not staged. So that basically meant that, and I didn't know this, but that probably meant that Lesnar wasn't supposed to win that match. Lesnar was not supposed to, I mean, he, he remember there, there's a no blood rule and fucking Roman Reigns last year was bleeding like a stuffed pig because he elbowed him in the fucking face multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but talk about being elbowed to the face. Seth Rollins comes out, the match kicks off. No, it doesn't kick off because we got five minutes of a fucking brutal beatdown. And my yeah. wife, who is not a fan of wrestling looks at me and says, Oh my God, this is not fun to watch. It's not. I mean, and you saw Seth Rollins back. It was torn to shreds. Finally, he, 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 something fucked up. They, I don't know where he hit, but he hit something wrong. He, or it wasn't supposed to have happened. No, not like that. Finally, after this beatdown outside the ring, Lesnar throws Rollins inside the ring. Bell rings. They have a little scuffle, a couple of suplexes here. And then finally, we get three curb stomps from Rollins, and he becomes the new red brand universal champion. Ed, how many bells are you going to give this match? No bells. I'm not even going to disagree with you on this. This is terrible. I This is one of the things about wrestling that I thoroughly enjoy to debate. And most answers to this question I'm about to ask are usually pretty, pretty easily discovered. I don't know if this match was a work or a shoot. Seriously, like that's the thing I love about professional wrestling is most of the time you don't know. Excuse me. Most of the time you can tell it's, it's all a work, right? Like, but the whole thing with, 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 with them being first, everything you've just said about WrestleMania 34 and then basically Brock Lesnar literally like he was molesting Seth Rollins. Raping. He was oh, yeah. basically telling the world, I'm going to I could destroy this human being if I wanted to. And then he lets him back in the ring. They ring the bell, and then Brock Lesnar basically 
for all intents and purposes, falls on his back after two right. and a half minutes. So the first five minutes of the destruction, I thought was like, okay, here, here we go. And then after it, it all finished off, I'm like, man, oh man, like I don't, I don't know if this is a work or a shoot. I can't tell. I can't tell. I think, it, I think it's a bit of both. I think it was Lesnar being pissed off because Lesnar feels that his dick is bigger than anybody else's and he can do whatever the fuck he wants and who he has to blame for that is not himself, but it is Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon has been sucking Brock Lesnar's dick since 2002. Mm -hmm. So I I just, it it was annoying, but what if I go a little controversial? What if I say I give this one a three bells? Now I, now I agree with you that this is a, a no bell. So for the mm-hmm. record, this is a no bell. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what if I say to you, a wrestling term there, what if this is a three bells because we'll never get this shitty kind of match again with Brock Lesnar because he's done. <laughs> <coughs> well, he was done last year, wasn't he, for three weeks? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying he's done. We're finally going to turn on Raw and we're going to see the Universal Champion. We're finally going to turn on Raw, and we're going to see the Universal Champion do something that Brock Lesnar, I don't think, knows how to do yet. Speak! <laughs> you know, I just... So it's like, I, 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 I am agreeing with you. It is official. This is a no-bell match. 100%. But what if it's a three-bell match Be just because we're not going to get this shit? If for no other reason than because he's never coming back. We don't yeah. know he's never coming back. We don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know that officially. The day he comes back is the day I'm going to shit on the TV. I'm just going to shit. <laughs> so, speaking of shit, we're going to fight. The next match of the night is AJ Styles, and he defeated Randy Orton in a singles match that listed, that lasted for 16 minutes and 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles was good, like he always is. Uh, yes. I, I I feel that AJ Styles' flame is starting to trickle out a little bit with the WWE Universe. Which is very unfortunate because he's literally probably one of the best wrestlers in the whole company. It's starting to trickle with me a little bit. Um, Randy Orton was absolutely dog shit in this match. Uh, the two could not complement each other at all. Mm-hmm. Um. On SmackDown, on the go-home edition of SmackDown, they had a little thing with uh, Kevin Owens' show, and they were given some good jabs. Like AJ Styles, um, what well, Randy Orton said to AJ Styles, uh, when you were in grade school, I was WWE champion and stuff like that, and I've always been here, and I've never left and stuff like that. And AJ Styles said, yeah, but you've been suspended for taking drugs, right? So it's like, yeah, that very, I mean, that was, re- that was really good. Right. Just like very, very good. Like I'm expecting a brawl, right? I'm expecting some good emotion here. Randy Orton did not deliver on this match. I, I was not impressed with this match at all. Styles was good. It just, it just wasn't impressed. What do you think? Styles to me is always good. And I've said that. And like you said, if I, I also think Randy Orton is one of the best wrestlers in the company. So, so here's the thing, like this match to me proved 
that AJ Styles is probably one of the best wrestlers in the world. And here's why. And you said we were going to fight, and we may not fight. I think we might actually agree with with, with each other. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know. I just don't think that, that Randy Orton was into it. But he's one of the best wrestlers in the company, not in the world, not in the world, but in the company. But because he wasn't into it, into the match, I feel like, seriously, I feel like, I feel like AJ Styles has proven that regardless of event, regardless of card, regardless of where he's at on the card or what or the magnitude of the match, he's always going to give you 100%. So with that being said, because AJ Styles was so good, this is a one-bell match for me. Randy Orton did nothing. Randy Orton did absolutely nothing for me, and that's disappointing because I love Randy Orton's performances. I usually do. Well, okay. Mm -hmm. What can I say? Um, Randy Orton was not in this match because Randy Orton has a big head, just like Brock Lesnar. Where? Why am not? Why am I not in a title match? Um, He's at the point of the career now where he shouldn't even be there. He should be retired, like Cena. Uh, I agree with you that it's a one bell match. Totally agree. Just not a good match. Sure. Sure. Okay. All right. All right. Next match here. We have a fatal four-way. We have the Usos defeating Aleister Black and Ricochet, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura, and The Bar, Shizaro and Sheamus, for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship at 10 minutes and 10 seconds. I have a very big love affair for Aleister Black. I picked Mm -hmm. them to win this match. I love Aleister Black. Um, I'm a, I'm really upset they did not win this match. I really enjoyed him and Ricochet's performance. They were the two greatest things in this match, and that was it. Yeah, I mean Ricochet legitimately is a fantastic wrestler. Um, unfortunately, he's not going to get anywhere in his company. Just not going to happen. Um, he's not big enough. He'll never be big enough. He's never going to get over enough, and He's got a lot of guys who are younger than him and been have been more groomed by the WWE than him that are going to get those shots. And that's unfortunate. That's going to happen. But I agree with you. What do you think of Black? I think I think he's he's good. I like him. I like him a lot. Actually, I don't. I think Ricochet's better than him. I do. Uh, but I think, and I think they make a really weird team. I think they. It feels like they just sort of paired two two guys together to go to an invasion. I don't know about you, about you, but well, it kind of reminds me of the Rock and Sock connection, where it's like mm-hmm. these two don't make any sense, but it's fun to see sure. them together. Sure. And those and and they make some pretty good, interesting moves together. Um, I, I it the SmackDown Tag Team Championship matches is something I'm not into, and. Why would you have a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match on the fucking main card, but not the Raw Tag Team match? It's like, because the tag teams suck. Mm-hmm. On both brands, there's not a great tag team. There's just not, I mean, the bar is probably good. Um, The New Day is kind of like run its course now since Kofi is branched off. Because eventually this year, we're going to have the New Day split up. 
That's unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, I think that's true. So I just, just, it's not a fun match. Um, one bell, one bell for me. Just, just, just not a very good match. It, it, so far, WrestleMania is really, really taking a shit for me right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to give it one bell. I mean, if we oh, were right. back at the, okay. if we were back at the old star rating, I would have given it like a star, star and a half. But now you've got to step your game up. If you want to get a bell and then call it in the ring verse, you got to step your freaking game up, okay? And this match to me is no bells, none whatsoever. The finish, it, I felt like, I felt like this was. I know wrestling is choreographed, but this match felt like it was way too scripted. <laughs> like you could oh. see everything happening as it was happening. Yeah, um, I agree. And and the Usos finally coming back at the end to to take it home and to win it. Like I absolutely like it. Just it was bullshit. No bells. Right now, WrestleMania sucks. But what makes it fun is the next match with Shane McMahon defeating The Miz in a bullshit win in a false count anywhere match mm-hmm. for 15 minutes and 30 seconds. Yep. This is the match that starts to get me into Mania, Ed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a great storyline building up to it from Mania. Uh, I mean, from the Rumble. Let's let's just talk about this really fast. Uh, the Miz kind of was out of sorts. He was begging for Shane to be his tag team partner. They become tag team champions at Mania, defeating the Bar, and then at Fastlane, they you know Miz fucks up and loses or whatever. Like I mean, like and a, and a couple of pay per views leading up to Mania, Miz fucks up and loses. They actually bring Miz's real father into this storyline, and we all saw it coming, but that's okay. Shane turns on Miz for fucking up again, mm-hmm. and. Shane's anger is everybody's trying to ride his coattails because of who he is. So now he's going to do what he wants to do. Yeah. I like this story angle with Miz and Shane. I don't know why it's not the greatest storyline. It's been done before, but it's fun. You know, it's, it's really cool to see Shane, uh, Shane go after his father. So now at mania, we get a false count anywhere match. Miz and Shane are going at it, and Miz's father goes into the ring. <laughs> they should have rehearsed that a little better. <laughs> well, now, okay. Well, see, now, okay. Now, now, I can only judge this off of me, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm Miz's father, and I'm in a ring surrounded by 30, I'm surrounded by 80,000 people in New York, I would be yeah. shitting myself. I would have been shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yes. And I think he did when when uh, when Miz knocked him out, right? It's shame, mean, yeah, shame, yeah. shame, shame. Uh, yeah, first out. of all, like you didn't take. You, you're not like if you, as somebody who wears glasses myself, if I were to be getting in there to get into a fight, I would have taken my glasses off, right? And then he and fights he like old school style. And not only that, he. He didn't hit on he like and if I'm gonna leave them on, the next thing I'm gonna do, if I know what I if I know it's scripted, is like knock my glasses off. Like hit like find a way to knock my glasses off. So they go flying in the air. Which that didn't even happen either. <laughs> no, it just I thought he was gonna get at least one hit on Shane. I thought Shane was gonna do the okay, you hit me, then I'm gonna fucking mm-hmm. punch your dick in the dirt, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
that didn't happen. Uh, but then they go throughout the MetLife Stadium or the MetLife Arena, calling it a Hulk Hogan. And <laughs> yeah. they go up into these rafter, I, I don't know, like these like these steel like rafter kind of things where they have well, all they, they, they're the camera bays. They, yeah, that's where the camera bays were, was. That's where the cameras were. Yeah. And I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what, for being 50 plus, and for being the guy who's about to inherit the fucking keys of the kingdom, Shane's not afraid to go out there and put on a great show for the people watching. He never has. He's never been afraid to do that. Even as a kid, you know, coast to coast, he might have his character is the perfect character for him. Little, you know, the he's he comes from money. Here comes the money. I'm I'm a rich kid and I'm a prick, but I'm going to whoop your ass because I'm bigger and better than you. Right. Right. And yeah. he's never been afraid to take the really high risk. Um, and for and Miz has all has has not done that. Miz has protected himself, which in today's professional wrestling world, you can't necessarily be mad about. That's why the Miz isn't the guy that goes on the top of the hell in a cell. You know, Miz will be in an elimination chamber match and fall on the the, the the steel. But if you want to get to the next level, you have to do that. But he's not going to be the guy that's going to get thrown off the top of it. No. And for him to, for them to have done the suplex, that's an e, that's a that's literally that's an ECW style move that I saw. Now they very protect, good. They protected themselves. It was a big giant box full of other cardboard boxes that. Was all that were filled with styrofoam. I, I get it. I respect it. Don't kill yourself. There's no reason to kill yourself. <laughs> this isn't ECW. You don't need to kill yourself to, to put on a good show. Um, but the ending was such a cop out ending. Yeah, with, with 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 okay. So what? So what? As talking about here, fans, if you haven't seen Mania, is they're on top of these camera bays, which they are. 10, 15 feet in the air. Oh, uh, they're good. They're they're as, as high as the hell in the cell is from this from the tables, if not gotcha. More. So they're gonna Miz is gonna suplex Shane. Miz is gonna win the match. He's gonna suplex him off of it, and they're gonna land on these boxes, but you know, we're not supposed to know that they're boxes, right? Mm-hmm. And when the ref comes to check him out, he realizes that Shane is Shane's shoulder is on top of Miz, which means that classifies as a pin. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, Shane wins the match. Like, sure. ah! Now, that grunt is not a grunt of, all oh, wrestling's gay. It's a grunt of, oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know? Like, uh, it wasn't... I- much like what you're gonna say, my God, my my oh darn it moment, my grunt was having to watch the two of them fight again and give us a less great match than this was because we're gonna hear the next month to month and a half or two months about how Shane McMahon beat the Miz. Yeah, but he did because he got his ass thrown. He I'm got sorry, it, Ed. He got Ed, the three I'm, count. He got. He did, but. but- <laughs> no, I, I know, I know. Listen, the Miz, the Miz rocked his ass sideways, and <laughs> left and right, up and down the arena. I get that. I totally get that. 
And there was one really good bump that Shane took on the steps, like the back of his back hit yeah. the end of one of the steps. All right. So, I, I mean, Shane's not afraid. Shane is not afraid. No. But I just know the annoying storyline we're going to hear for the next, at least until up to the, up through up to Money in the Bank, if not longer, is going to be, I'm the best in the world. I beat the Miz. Which is like so bullshit because like, you know, if you and I were in a fight and I suplexed you fucking 15 feet off of a gurney to a floor, yeah. <laughs> I suplexed you, mm-hmm. meaning that you were so weak you couldn't defend yourself, right? And you were begging and you were begging me to, to stop. Right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck the fucking pin count. I beat the shit out of you. I won, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, but it's not. Yes, but this is wrestling. So this This, is a two bell. This this is this is Stamford, Connecticut, or Greenwich. This is Stamford, Connecticut. This is not Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Two bells. Two bells. Um, I really, really, really want to do that, but because the ending was such a cop out, I can't do two bells. Sure, give it a one, huh? I have to give it a one bell because of the ending. And they for for 14 minutes, it was a two bell match. For 14 minutes. The last minute and a half when they jumped off the thing, that was spectacular. I loved watching it. Let's not let's call it for 15 minutes, because this this match went on for 15 minutes and a half. 15 minutes, 30 seconds. So the last 30 seconds of the match are what ruined it for me is the end. It was such a cop-out ending. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. Maybe that's why it's, it's I love wrestling so much is because I hated the choreographed ending. <laughs> but uh, this is a one-bell. This is a one-bell match for the, only the reason of the finish. All right. Fine. Fine. I mean, I'm not going to argue with the finish on that. Um, the next match is the Iconics, no bells. Billy K. Oh wait, sorry. And, <laughs> and Peyton Royce, they defeated the the Boston Hug Connection, which is Bailey and Sasha Banks, who are currently the WWE Tag Team Women's Championship against Nia Jax, Tamina, and Beth Phoenix and Natalia. So, this match lasted for ten minutes and forty five seconds. Um, our discussion is probably not going to last that long. No. No. Um, so let me hear. Let me give you all my grievances about the match, and they've—they're literally all the grievances I have about the wrestlers, not about the match. Beth Phoenix is old school, in the sense that there's not a whole lot of fun. And I, this is going to sound awful when I say this, and it's going to sound extremely misogynist, but I don't mean it this way. Old school women wrestlers don't have any fundamentals in professional wrestling. They just—they could probably all beat the ever-loving piss out of me in real life, and I would not want to get into a fight with any of them. But when it comes to watching their in-ring performances, there's just no fundamentals. Uh, Natalia, same thing. Natalia has no fundamentals. She 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 over anticipates what's about to happen, or she, like Sasha, forgets what's about to happen and has to be reminded. Um, I'm not a fan of Nia Jax. Tamina is the same way as Beth Phoenix. Uh, Sasha Banks looks, she stumbles in the ring. She looks pretty when she's doing it. And I mean, like she flows, but there's moments where she stops and forgets what's about to happen and has to be reminded, or she goes to make a move that 
somebody else is about to do something else to her. So like her and Natalia stumble in the ring because they fucking forget what's going to happen. Bailey is the only good wrestler in this whole match. <laughs> and she's not even that great, but she's the best of the, uh, of the eight. She um, is the best shit out of the shit sandwich. She's no, I didn't say shit. I didn't say okay. shit. Okay. She's good. She is good. She's not getting the push she deserves, but she's good. She of the eight. Uh, let me rephrase this. She's probably the third best female wrestler, professional wrestler in the company. Now, obviously, Charlotte and Becky Lynch are the two best. And that puts Bailey like 30th in the company. But she's the only one that really, really knows what's going on any given, at any given moment. At least that's the way I see it. Okay. The Iconics, they just, they're, they're, Ugh, I hate to say this. They're they're Instagram models who became professional wrestlers. That's not really what they ha- what they are, but that's just who they are. Really, because because Billy Kay is the most annoying sounding, frivolous shrew bitch I've ever heard in my life. You you are politically correct. I'm not. I hate the fucking iconics. I hate Billy Ray, the uh, the dark hair one. Yeah, it's Billy. She's annoying. I mean, they are absolutely beautiful. And I don't mean this to be misogynist. Billy is not. Billy is not. But all right. I mean, I mean, she's better looking than she's better looking than any woman who's ever agreed to sleep with you. I mean, (laughs) yeah, but she's not though. (laughs) That isn't meant to be a shot at anybody. I'm just saying, like, like she's there. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce are Instagram models who became professional wrestlers. That's not the order it happened, but that's what they look like. They, they just don't do anything for me in the ring. This match is a no bell. I don't even really want to talk about it anymore. I didn't care about it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I did not care whatsoever. I just, this match, this match should have been in the pre-show that, so that way we wouldn't have had to have watched it. All right. So I, I'm not going to disagree. It was a no, no bell. Uh, just, yeah. I fucking hate the iconics. I, I they're gonna make they are gonna make good heels for the month until they lose their titles at Money in the Bank. So sure. there'll be a fun heelish. We're better than everybody's thing. So mm-hmm. the next match is a match that I know that, you, that I know that you're excited to talk about. It is the WWE Championship in the middle of the card at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston defeats Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship or the or the, I don't know what you want to call Daniel Bryan's championship. At is it's uh, Kofi Kingston beats Captain Planet. There you go. Uh, the match lasted for twenty three minutes and forty five seconds. Um, you texted me during this match, and you said this was the best match of the night. That, I, that's not what I said. That that's is not, not what, what said. I said. What I said was this was the first. Five star match, or excuse me, the best match in WWE in 30 years. This Hands was that this Hands was down. good. This was good. We knew Hands going in that Kofi was gonna win. We assumed you and I both assumed and we had hoped as fans, and I picked Kofi Kingston in our pickle league. But let's be let's be real. I think Kofi Kingston makes a better champion than Daniel Bryan. 
Better than Daniel Bryan or when better da- than the new Daniel Bryan? Better than the new Daniel Bryan. Let me rephrase. Daniel there Bryan you. as the underdog face was great. Okay. Um, and who doesn't love the David versus Goliath thing? But when David becomes Goliath, it just do- it, it doesn't make sense to me. And it doesn't work for me. It, that, that character is just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Okay. It's fickle. It's dumb. It's fickle. It's dumb. I'm using Daniel Bryan's words. I, I know it is. I know you are. Um, Daniel Bryan is not even my intellectual equivalent. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So let's let's be let's 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 call let's call it what it is here. Okay. This was, but Daniel Bryan in the ring is really, 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 really good. Okay. Uh, I underestimate his ability most of the time. I forget how good he is. Um, but I'm just so happy for Kofi, man. Like, it's, it's, I'm so happy as a WWE fan that we finally have a face champion that we can get behind. And when they take it away from him, we can have somebody to hate. So I'm going to ask you something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing this to be mean. I'm just—I'm not even playing a character here. I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm—I'm I'm legitimately asking you a question. Mm-hmm. So, in Toledo, Ohio, two days after Valentine's Day, we got SmackDown Live, and we had a gauntlet match. And in that match was supposed to be Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali got injured, so then they replaced him with Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. I knew about Kofi Kingston because of New Day. He was a part of New Day. He was never anything in the two years of wrestling was anything that was thought about to become a champion. He was just a part of New Day. So he's there to fill in an injured guy spot. And in Toledo, Ohio, he goes the distance in the gauntlet match, loses at the end, but he goes a full hour. And that's what makes people fall in love with him. That's my question. Because he goes and I I don't understand it. Like, I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm not saying I don't like Kofi Kingston because of everything that has happened in this past three, four months. I'm just saying that's why, because at Toledo, because when my wife and I were there watching SmackDown, that's where this whole Kofi mania thing started with him going the distance and the gauntlet match. Mm -hmm. Why? Why do people care? Because this guy who nobody really pays attention to, is that why he is our new Daniel Bryan? Is that why? Because a year ago, he he wasn't even at Mania. They hosted it. Out of Budio. Didn't they host it or no? They were not they were not wrestling. So that's just I could have my... swore they hosted. But anyway, but anyway, look. Why? I mean, I, I, I'm not Why? saying I'm not saying Kofi is a great wrestler, but they just picked a guy. They picked a guy. That's exactly what happened. They picked a guy. And that guy happened to be somebody that the fans could get behind. And they did. That's a Kofi Kingston, for whatever reason, happened to be in the right place at the right time. What's, it could have been. It could have been this? anyone. Go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interrupting you for a reason. 
Was this a part of the creative decision when they were writing on the storylines and everything? Was this supposed to be Mustafa Ali's moment? And since he got injured, they put Kofi in it. Was this supposed to be Mustafa? That's a good question that I don't have the answer to. That's an interesting question because did they sit down in creative and say, okay, we're going to have Mustafa Ali come in and blah, 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 blah. And everything that we have seen with Kofi so far leading up to this moment, was this all supposed to be Mustafa? But because he got injured, they threw Kofi in it just to see what would happen. Well, as you'll, as you know from other wrestling shows and having watched wrestling, the show must go on and the show will go on. So maybe, maybe they wrote the story and they loved that they loved the story and the guy that they picked for it got hurt. So they had to pick somebody else that was somewhat similar. People love an underdog story because everybody, <clears throat> let me retract, majority of people whose parents do not pay their way for college, like some mm -hmm. people who go to crew, you know, when they're not in, they don't know how to row. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, always are the underdog. That's why Stone because that's why Stone Cold Steve Austin was so popular, and that's why in this year we will talk about our Stone Cold Steve Austin show, how he wasn't a great wrestler, but what he stood for is what made people love him, and that's what made people love Daniel Bryan, just minus the middle fingers and the beer drinking, and that's now what Kofi is. Mm -hmm. Kofi is just the guy who we are every day. So um, it was a fun match. It was a good match. I'm glad that there was no interference. Um, I'm glad that these guys had a legitimate, decent, good match. I was at the edge of my seat because I was really hoping that Kofi's going to get this because I'm tired of the new Daniel Bryan. But I did enjoy it. This is definitely uh, deserving of uh, three bells. And I'm assuming you're going to say the same exact thing. Absolutely. This is This is three bells. Um, at the beginning of the match, they gave away the ending, though. I will say that. Mm. Um, because if you watch, whenever they had that little podium on the side there to put the titles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. I caught that. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it's just it's just a plain thing with velvet on it. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And I mean, it, it was it was the outline of the. Of, they of had the title. The, they like, had oh. the title there, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna win! Thank God he's gonna win!" I but saw then, like, that too. But, yeah, yeah. I I thought maybe it was just a stand, but they gave it. They gave it away. They gave. You're it away. right. I completely forgot about that. But you're yeah. right. I remember I was looking over my wife, and I was like, "Kofi's gonna win." And she's like, "How do you know this for sure?" I was like, "They have." The old black WWE title underneath mm -hmm. that that thing right there, and I had yeah. to pause and rewind for her to see it. I was like, "It's yeah. right there." So yeah, it's right there. Right like you there. can, it was it was clearly visible. They gave it away, but that doesn't mean the match wasn't great. This match no, was it really, doesn't. really, really, really great. I, I this was the this was the best match in WWE in thirty years. Seriously. I don't think they gave it away on purpose. I think they no, gave it, and the it, the. The cameraman was at the wrong place at the wrong time. They that's it. That's it. And and they you I mean they got away with it, but to people like you and me who who look for that shit, we saw it. And we weren't the yeah. only ones to see it. There's no way we weren't the only ones. We might just be the first to point it out, but we aren't the only ones to see it. No, 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 of course not. The observer pointed that out before it even was aired. Oh, really? No, I'm just 
making a joke on the oh, oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so the next match we're going to talk about less than what the match was even uh, given us. It was the United States Championship match. Samoa Joe comes in as the champion, and he defeats Rey Mysterio Jr. in exactly one minute. Uh, no bells. Terrible match. Here's what I think happened here, seriously, is they were standing at the grill position ready to go out, and Vince or somebody or Bruce or somebody said to them, hey, we're running long, and we've got a couple of things we need to do. Whatever you were going to close the match with, just go out there and do that. But we had 15 minutes. Don't I don't care about 15 minutes. Take Go out there, and as soon as the bell rings, just take it home. No yeah, bells. That's, no bells. That's a, no bells. <laughs> Terrible match. The United States title is a joke, uh, which is sucks because if you listen to our archives, I love the United States title of the design. I love what it stands for, and it just mm-hmm. it's just a joke. It's a joke. No bells. We're not even going to talk about right. it anymore. Terrible match. Right. Upset. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm just going to show my hand right now. I'm going to go ahead and give my bell rating right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the next match is Roman Reigns, and he defeated Drew McIntyre in 10 minutes and 10 seconds. No bells. This match was terrible. Agreed. This match was – anything with Roman Reigns in it sucks. Like, you, you add a point You add a point for AJ Styles. You The same way I add a point for AJ Styles, you deduct a point for Roman Reigns. Yeah. No, he's yeah. He's just yeah. not I'm, – I'm glad he's not dead. I'm glad he survived his his battle with leukemia. I'm glad that he's back doing the thing that he loves to do. With that being said, and this is just my opinion, he is not a good professional wrestler. And the fans all hate him too. He's just still – people just are still going to cheer for him because the, the effect of him not dying hasn't worn off on them yet. Roman Reigns is the guy in in high school, and I say high school very literally, high school, uh, where you just like, hey, guess what, man? What? I want to punch you in the face for some reason. I mean, you haven't done anything to me. I just, I look at you, I just want to punch you in the face. That's who Roman Reigns is to me. I'm I'm just sick of it. And I think the reason why that you and I are sick of him and why the fans are sick of him is because what he has, sorry, what Kofi has, what Roman Reigns doesn't, is that he has organic fucking weight from the fucking universe. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns was shoved down her throat saying, eat it, like it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, I don't like this pegging. Please stop. <laughs> and now, here I thought that was your nickname. Right? And if you like <laughs> to be pegged, then that's your Kofi. It's like, oh, I like this. This is what I chose to do. But this is like your wife just raping you. Wow. And it's like, no, I don't like this. I don't no, like this anymore. Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> stop it. Just, no. Horsetailing. <laughs> it's just horsetailing. Did I ever tell you what horsetailing was? No, but I have a bad feeling you're about to. <laughs> I am, and this is like this is like our commercial break, I guess, for our show because we got some, uh, we got four more matches to go. But uh, horsetailing is a term that I came up with. I, 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 I googled it. There is, it does not exist. 
I didn't I pulled this out of my ass. But every man and every woman that is listening to this right now, this is what horsetailing is, Ed. You want to know what horsetailing is? Sure. This has happened to you in your life multiple times. So every man has a curse. And the curse mm-hmm. is you wake up, you stretch your arms over your head, and you have a stiff. Sure. The way it is, right? Mm-hmm. You're not horned up. You're not looking to have sex. You just got a stiff from waking up in the morning, right? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. You roll over, and you have your beautiful woman that you're with, your girlfriend, wife, or the lady that you're currently you know, hanging out for the night. You roll over, and you're kind of in the mood to be a big spoon. You want to snuggle, uh-huh. right? So you roll over. You put your hand over her chest. You know, you just kind of get her close to you, and you're just there to snuggle. You're not looking to have sex. You're not interested, right? Uh-huh. And then she, half awake, half asleep, puts her hand behind her ass where your dick's poking her, and she swats at it. Like a horse does to flies. Horse, ta- <laughs> horse tailing. That's called horse tailing. Mm. Um, I've been horse tailed every day for the past 10 years. Um, help me. You can donate to my charity, uh, sufferingfromhorsetailing.com. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me before we get into Triple H's Batista's match, that horse, that. You're going to sit here and tell me that you've never been horsetailed. Every guy's been horsetailed. I have. Oh, I have. And it's not something like, you know, you just lean over with your morning situation and you have no intentions there. No, and none. She doesn't understand that you don't have any intentions. No, like, I just, promise it, you. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, really? I don't want to do this morning. I, I don't really want to. She's like, well, then where's that come from? It's just there. Yeah. And it's and it's poking her in the butt, and she swats at it. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, like like horses with flies. That's funny. You know, that's funny. <laughs> Horse tailing. Let's let's talk about what also is funny. Let's talk about Triple H and Batista's match. So I I love Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Sure. And after he was injured. I had to fall in love with another wrestler. And that wrestler became Triple H. Okay. I really liked Triple H, right? Okay. Um, I don't know why. I just liked him, you know, I don't know why. So like whoever you want. Seeing him become shit just makes me sad. And I did not watch wrestling when Batista was round. So I never got a chance to actually know how Batista wrestled. I knew of a Batista bomb, but that's as far as my knowledge of Batista went. My oh. knowledge more comes from Movie Guys podcast with Batista. Okay. These two reminds me of two old, no, two men going to be 50, and they can't give up the fact that they're going to be 50, so they're going to do a match. Um, Batista comes out, in these Range Rover black SUVs, uh, he's walking to the stage. He trips over his own feet because he he hasn't wrestled in years. Mm-hmm. 
And Triple H comes out, and I always know that it's a WrestleMania staple that Triple H comes out with a fantastic, you know, extravaganza entrance, right? Sure, yeah. It's like the WrestleMania. It's like the WrestleMania thing you can assume. He he does a Mad Max terrible 1990s CG (laughs) in the Jumbotron, and it's like, dude, Mad Max was like fucking four years ago. I love Mad Max. It's great. But four years too late, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And this is why it's funny. Batista has a nose ring. Yep. Triple H grabs pliers because it's a no holds barred match, and he rips out. Oh, Batista's that was such a botch! Everybody's arguing. Everybody's arguing that the botch finish at the end of the the, the triple threat match that wasn't a botch. That is what that is. That was a fucking botch when they fucked that up because it was obvious. Like, they couldn't figure out which camera not to go to when when Batista rolled out of the ring, grabbing his face and pulled out his own fucking nose ring. Right. <laughs> and I don't know where they came up with the other one. Uh, I mean, whether it was – whether Triple H had it in his giant cast of a hand – or whatever the fuck he had. Or in his tights. Ooh. Or somewhere. They had he had the ring somewhere. Um was they it did the same color? Because Batista's was purple. Was that purple? No, it was gold. No, it was gold. It was the same color. It was the same it, color. It was okay. the same color. It's the same color. Okay. It's like the point in a cartoon where you know something's gonna jump out because that particular part of the cartoon is a brighter color. Right. You know, that's what this moment was. Like, you saw the new, brand new, shiny nose ring, and you're like, all right, that's, that's going to come out at some point. Right, because because before it was purple. That's why I thought, but... Yeah, this, just, was, this was an easily, an easy to remove. This was a clip-on. <laughs> it, it was a, a clip And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, we reviewed this movie uh, last year. It's in our archives, part of our... Uh, part of our uh, base. But it was uh, in the Punisher. One of the uh, apartment residents had a nose ring, and one of the bad guys uh, pulled out his nose ring. If you remember that, right, mm-hmm. with a pair of pliers. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He was. He was. He was bleeding pretty heavily from his <laughs> nose. Granted, it was a movie, but yes, I wouldn't say that's. Re- you know, somebody did the research for a minute, but it was like a scratch. This guy, Triple H, pulls out Batista's nose ring with pliers, rips it off of his nose. And it just is just a little mosquito bump where the fucking blood. Right? And, and the Batista's and, rolling. And, 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 HBK, and HBK was like, oh, my God, his nose bleeding. And Corey Graves, who I love, was like, yeah, you think? <laughs> he just got a yeah, nose You think? <laughs> Right. Corey Graves, if uh, listen, Corey Graves, if he could have been with uh, Jr. and the King in their prime, it would have been fucking perfect. I love Corey Graves, absolutely. Corey Graves, you love Corey Graves? I do. I think he's a great announcer because he just calls everybody out on their bullshit, which normally you don't do. Like any times, anytime Renee would would, would call a, a, a what's his name? What's her husband's name? Uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, whenever she would call a Dean Ambrose match, you 
and she would be saying something in his favor, Corey Graves would say, well, why do you think that is, Renee? Or, nice. you know, don't you think you're a little biased, Renee? Yeah. He call, he <laughs> he's calls like the... He's like, he calls them out on their bullshit. I love it. I love it. I love it. Corey Graves is like the is like this generation's king, and Michael Cole is like this generation's Jr. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Cole is like the straight shooter. You know. Yeah, Michael Michael Cole is the, Michael Cole is the play by play guy. Yeah, and Corey's the color guy, which I appreciate. And yeah. I know, and listen, I like I, I like Renee. I think Renee's somewhat knowledgeable enough. She's enough She's knowledgeable enough about wrestling to overcome her speech impediment. So I don't mind listening to her when she talks about wrestling. Nice. Uh, but, and I don't mean that as a shot. It's just, she's not somebody you typically would think would be on an on air personality doing color for, for professional wrestling event. Yeah. And, but she's, she, her, she, you know, anyway, I, Corey Graves is just the best. He's the absolute yeah. best. So Batista and Triple H don't have a great, and it is really memorable besides the botched nose ring debacle. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was not a fan of it. Doesn't mean it was bad. I guess more of a, more of a nostalgia trip for me on that. It was nice to see it because clearly Triple H and Batista are buddies. Triple H was doing this for his buddy because, because Batista announced his retirement like behind the scenes after the match anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was just what it was. And if Triple H lost the match, then Triple H uh, would have to retire in ring action. You know what? I give it I give it two bells. It was fun enough, you know, to bring back the old school stuff. It was fun enough. Yeah, so I mean two bells. It was fine. I think their their match at Vengeance 2005 was better. And it was the same match. I mean, it was a Hell in a Cell versus versus a No Holds Barred match. Yeah, same match. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's very similar. I think that match was better than this one. I just, for me, I mean, they're just too old to wrestle, both of them. Seriously, um, I, this is a one bell for me. A one bell. Yeah, I I, I just. Two, yeah, two bells for me, one bell for you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, I can't argue that with you. Like, I can't sit here and get really pissed at you for that because mm-hmm. that's a legitimate good point. It's just, you know, I just, I'm, I am waiting for the WrestleMania where Triple H decides not to wrestle. Like, that'll be nice. Yes, but that's that won't happen for five, six, yeah. seven years. So before we get into Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. We get uh, we get excited. Our panties drop because Elias comes out and wows us with his performance. Yep. And all of a sudden, two thousand four, John Cena walks out. I thought he was from Boston. <laughs> I thought the motherfucker's from Boston, and he was offended when CM Punk said that he was the Yankees. And he comes out wearing Yankee shit. Uh-huh. And they have a Babe Ruth montage. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, is this going to be like, is Bray Wyatt coming back? Like, and then like, it was, is this going to be the Undertaker's moment? Like the Undertaker is not supposed to be here, which happened the next night. Like, think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and it didn't happen at WrestleMania. It happened the next fucking night, which was a bigger surprise. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But you get the doctor of thugonomics, John Cena, who's less funny now all of a sudden. And it's just extremely and wildly inappropriate to watch a 45-year-old man wear his hat like that. Seriously. But he's from Boston, and he has <laughs> It's like it's not serious. It's he's like from me. he's from Stanford, Connecticut. He's from Connecticut. But it's like me saying, like I've said all my life, the Browns are ridiculous. Fuck the Browns. And all Fuck of a sudden you. I and all of a sudden I show up wearing Browns gear. It's like well, what? Uh F you because the Browns are going he's- to win the AFC this year. We're not talking football, but FU is exactly what he did to Elias. Mm-hmm. He even said it. I'm going to bring back the FU. Like, ah, mm-hmm. so stupid. So stupid. Ah, so stupid. Let's Agreed. talk about something else. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's talk about something else that's stupid. Let's talk about Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle. So um, I had in our Pick'em League, it was going to be John Cena beating Kurt Angle and Ryan – uh, who was a friend of the show, who was in charge of the Pick'em League, said, um, John Cena? And I said, yeah, this is my reasoning. Uh, I thought, because they said John Cena was going to be there, mm-hmm. I thought that Baron Corbin was going to come out and then Cena was going to do something, and it was going to be Cena versus Angle because in 2002 on SmackDown, Kurt Angle wrestled Cena in his first ever match. So Kurt Angle gave birth to Cena's career, Cena's going to end Angle's career. That's sure. what I thought they were going to do, and that's what they should have done. Because Baron Corbin's just ridiculously stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing happens in the match at all, and you're going to hate me, and I'm very sorry, and I'm really sorry you're going to hate me. And this is just strictly a biased rating. I, I have to do it. This match deserves three bells. Because Kurt Angle's done. Well, he, he's done. So it was. It was. It was sad. So three bells. He deserves the highest honor I can give him. Um, I, I am biased towards Kurt, Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle is from basically where I'm from. Okay, um, and I think he deserves all the accolades in the world. Guy, you know, is a Hall of Famer. He won the strap everywhere he's been and even he's an Olympic gold medalist and did so with a quote broken freaking neck. Okay. Um, much like Roman Reigns, the second Baron Corbin steps in the ring, you deduct a point. <laughs> and Kurt Angle is 70,000 years old. He looks and terrible. He, and he looks, he doesn't look good in the ring. That's why he's retired. He can't do it anymore. Therefore, you deduct a point. So, Baron Corbin is not good. Kurt Angle was not good. Um, and it ended the exact way we knew it would, because this is how professional wrestlers end their careers by 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 by, by losing. Um, so, this is a, this is a no bell match for me. Uh, so, this is my last thought on the match. I agree with you. I do. I do. I want to make that clear. I I know it's crazy with what I say a three-star. 
I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, we're still on stars. Fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three bell. Uh, I, I know it's crazy, but I mean, Kurt Angle, this holds a special place in my heart and I just have to. Baron Corbin is terrible. The match was bad. Kurt Angle didn't look good. It was just bad wrestling all the way around. Not something that was good. I 100% agree with you, but I just have to give it to him just because I have to give it to him. He's just Kurt motherfucking Angle. I may disagree with your I disagree with your uh with your review, but I agree with why you did it, so I'm not gonna argue. The next match is my boy, the demon Finn Balor, going against Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental Championship. We knew that Finn Balor as the demon was gonna win this because Finn Balor, the man, has lost matches, but the demon never has. Mm-hmm. Um can I tell you a story about how I even became known about Finn Balor? Sure. And how my wife's panties are absolutely soaked every time. That's the only reason why. My wife's only reasoning for watching wrestling with me is mm-hmm. because of Finn Balor. Her panties are just I, – I, she sits on the couch and watches. I sit in my chair, and all of a sudden I, I just smell it. Oh, God. It's like, Fuck! <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, wow. Jesus. She is in love with him. Finn Balor, out of every celebrity in the world, Finn Balor is her, is her, is her, is her gimme, you know? Okay. Um, but anyway, the reason why I even know about Finn Balor is because I got into wrestling and I thought I would play a wrestling game. This is my first month of getting to wrestling in 2016. So a buddy at work let me borrow WWE 2K17. And mm-hmm. I have an Xbox One, so I have so he had one, so he gave me it. And I'm just playing these matches, having fun, you know. And then all of a sudden I am Stone Cold Steve Austin and I'm at SummerSlam and I'm going against a guy named Finn Balor the Demon. Mm-hmm. Like, who the fuck is this guy? I, I don't know who this guy was. And in the game, it's the same as in real life, you know, comes out, does his arm stretched out, the audience does the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like this. I'm like, I kind of want to lose my match at Stone Cold because this guy seems pretty fucking cool. I go on the network, and I see all these things about him. There's a documentary about him and everything, so I start watching this shit. I'm like, I really fucking like this guy. I like this concept. You know, he is what you and I and every guy are. He is your every guy doing his thing, doing his job, but when he's pushed too far... A demon comes out. You know what I mean? Mm, sure. So that's what kind of draw me to him. And then when I show Gina who Finn Balor was, I, I mean, she just loses it. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's bad. So that's dog my history. Comes, dog comes around, won't leave her alone. Yeah, no, dog's like, what's I, I, I smell something. Mm-hmm. I'm all horned up. You know, like, she just is, she has dreams. She has vividly told me that she has woken up to dreams of Finn Balor just plowing her. Wow. I mean, she's just she's just in love with him. So going into this match. <laughs> um I oof. So um, all right, so we've gone on for over an hour and a half, and I've and I've had quite a few Bud Lights here. Uh, and I bought them from inside the cellar. Mm. Um. 
So let's just go ahead and speak truth here. Secret time. I fucking hate Bobby Lashley. <laughs> he sucks. Uh, he's a terrible wrestler. He's a terrible presence in the ring. Yeah, he's fucking built. Yeah, he can kick my ass, blah, 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 blah. But here I am safe behind a computer reviewing you while you're out there getting your ass kicked. I, 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 Leo Rush is better than he is. And I hate Leo Rush. Um, I have despised this Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley feud for the past few months. I just despised it. I was not happy with this feud. What about you? Did you care? Were you happy about this feud? I did not care at all. I agree with you. Bobby Lashley sucks. Everything about Bobby Lashley sucks. And everything about Finn Balor is awesome. Compared to Bobby Lashley, yes. I mean, compared to Bobby Lashley, I would be good in the ring. Right? He sucks. He sucks. He really sucks. The worst thing in the world we can ever get is Rowan Reigns versus Bobby Lashley. Like, Oh, (laughs) Oh, fuck you. (laughs) That would be the worst thing we would ever get in the history of professional wrestling. Uh, Vince McMahon. We know that you're a big fan of the show. You're not. You don't even know we exist, and that's okay. If you ever put Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns in a match together, I'm done. <laughs> I quit. I quit. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'll never buy a ticket again. Ugh. But anyway. <laughs> Finn, Balor, Finn Balor as the demon is fun. I actually prefer Finn Balor as the demon. I like the way he wrestles more. He's more aggressive as the demon compared to the normal man, Finn Balor. I like the body paint. It's really great. The entrance is great. Uh, Finn Balor knows how to put on a show. Um, And I thought he did a good job. Uh, matches, though, unfortunately, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to have to do it. Matches a it's one bell. It's it's just it, it was not a great match. Finn Balor was great in it, but what hurts him is the same thing as AJ Styles and Randy Orton. Right. Finn Balor is AJ Styles in this. Great wrestler, did a lot of great things. His opponent just couldn't hold a candle to him, and it just made him look bad. One the one bell for me. Uh, listen, I'm going to 100 agree with everything you just said. One bell, and the only reason it gets one bell is because Finn Balor was in it. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I mean, it was, and I know they had to do it for WrestleMania, but this was a waste of the demon. Oh, interesting. Because like the rivalry didn't matter. The rivalry was stupid. They didn't do the rivalry good at all. And the match was four minutes long. Uh, well, it, it, it wasn't, it was, well, yeah, it was four minutes and five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah it was four. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, one star, and the only reason it gets that one star, not at zero, is because Finn Balor's in it, and Finn Balor's good. Right. All right, so now we get the climax, everybody. We get the money shot here. The last match of the night, the match that they have been hyping up for weeks, ESPN and all these other news media forms have said that this is going to be the first WrestleMania ever where the main event's going to be an all-women's triple threat match for the SmackDown and Raw Women's uh, Championships. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a little bit of BTS here, okay? Okay. I have to go to work in my personal life. I have to be at work at 6 o'clock in the morning. It's Sunday night going into Monday. Mm -hmm. It is midnight. 
Yeah. My daughter has a head. My daughter has a head cold. My wife has passed out three times. I almost fell asleep twice. And the Finn Balor match is over with. It's like 12, 12, 10. It's midnight, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we get three minutes. I counted it down in a stopwatch on my phone. We get three minutes of Charlotte Flair riding a fucking helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> And I have a beautiful, I'm going to brag about it. I have a beautiful, I know some people are bigger, but I have a beautiful 55-inch smart TV with surround sound, sound bar, subwoofer. I'm in my Lazy Boy Barker lounger. I want to see this shit on the big screen. I'm so exhausted. I have to download the WWE Network on my phone and watch it on my 5-inch Google Pixel in bed. Because <laughs> I am Done. It is. It is twelve o'clock. It's been going yeah. on since seven. Yes. Why? Why? Why did Vince McMahon think it was a great idea to have Charlotte Flair ride in a helicopter to the fucking stadium for three minutes? Because that's what that's what uh, that's what Flair would have done. Ric Flair would have done. Ric Flair would have done that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He would have done that. He oh. was the he the, he was a hot he was the jet riding or jet flying limousine riding kiss stealing wheeling dealing son of a gun. It wasn't a helicopter riding, but yes. Were you annoyed? I was annoyed. Oh, I was so annoyed. It was so dumb, and it was obviously recorded in like four different segments and four days before the event. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jesus. Yeah, Christ. yeah, yeah. So then, not only did we get her coming out of the helicopter, which it's which it was also edited weird, which brings up the movie mm. guys thing. It's like that it it, it it didn't flow good, right? Right. <laughs> and then we get Joan Jett doing the entrance to um Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I don't give a damn about my reputation, which was cool. That was cool. But I also, fine, I've but... also never liked it when they did that. But like when they did that for DX a couple of twenty uh, some years ago, that was stupid then. But it is what it is. Yeah, they did it for Shinsuke last year at Mania when they had a mm-hmm. an orchestra or whatever play his shit. Yeah. Um, so she comes out first, which back in my day, which I can't believe now. I never thought ten years ago I would say back in my day, but I guess I am now. Yes, the champion was. Well, you were that guy too, but you're the same age, mother. Anyway, um, <laughs> back in our day, the champion was always introduced last. Mm-hmm. I found that interesting. So then we had uh, so after so after Ronda comes out, we have Charlotte come out, and then Becky comes out. So as soon as Becky comes out, I'm in my bed. It's now twelve fifteen. I have to go to work in five hours. Like I have to get up and go. Mm-hmm. Um, Becky finally comes out, and they have a almost thirty minute. They have a they have a they have they have a, what like a like a they have like a 24, 25 minute match. Mm-hmm. The match I thought was very good. These Ronda Rousey was the weakest out of the three. Oh, hands down. But I thought those three complemented each other very fucking well. I thought they did a good job. Well. I feel like, and I've said this a thousand times, and I'll say it a thousand more, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair are the two best wrestlers employed by WWE. They are. 
Ronda Rousey is absolutely one of the worst. Not because she's not a big name, but she does. She's just not a good wrestler. She's not ready for this stage as a wrestler, not as a performer, as a wrestler, right? Sure. So she gets, and they did a good job of making sure she was out of the way for the most part. But when she's in there, she's really in Charlotte and Becky's way of putting on a perfect match. When you get I can argue with you. Yeah. When you get the interaction between the two of them, you're like, oh, great. This is awesome. I'm loving every second between Becky and Charlotte. But everything else, everything between everything between Becky and Rhonda and Rhonda and Charlotte was just it was just uh oh god, it was just so bad. So bad. And they tried. They really tried. They really, really, really tried. Um but Rhonda just is not Rhonda just cannot do it. She just cannot wrestle. All she can do is an arm bar. That's all she can do is an arm bar. Right. That's That's all she can do. That's all. And, you know, and she can, again, she's another woman who, if she could break both of our arms simultaneously. Oh, kick her ass. Fucking destroy us. Oh, she would murder us. She would not horsetail us. She would not horsetail us at all. She would grab it and break it off. She would, she she would would murder both of us. She yeah. would, if you and I both had guns, yeah, and we're shooting at her, she would still find a way to beat us, right? I mean, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah. she would. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. But as a professional wrestler, she's not good. So this match, and I hyped it myself, should have been the match to end all matches. But, but. Ronda Rousey's absolutely terrible. And she takes away from the greatness that would have been and will eventually be Becky versus Ronda for the strap. Okay. So for that reason and that reason alone, this is a two bell match. I was going to say the same exact thing, dude. I was actually going to say the same exact thing. Two bells for me. Uh, mm-hmm. It was fun. I'm, I'm I'm glad that this uh, that this hype train since Royal Rumble has finally subdued. I'm glad that she is no longer faking her knee injury, and oh. these and these women are just going at it. Uh, to add Charlotte Flair to it, I didn't think was necessary at the time, but now that I saw the match, I understand why. Because Vince is like Ronda, you just can't wrestle. Oh. Um, so I get it. I enjoyed it. Ronda Rousey uh, Ronda Rousey loses her first ever WWE match and now becky lynch is now the raw and smackdown women's champion and god bless her for it right so yeah two stars mm-hmm. two i'm sorry uh two fouls so now let's get into the, end of the show here real quick let's get into the overall bell rating of wrestlemania 35 i'm gonna say mine very short and sweet i actually enjoyed this wrestlemania more than i enjoyed last year's and I have to go back and watch last year's WrestleMania to actually look at it and give it a bell rating. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, there were some good matches that I wanted to see, and there were some storylines that I wanted to see continue and storylines I wanted to see end. And I did not think it was a terrible WrestleMania. There have been worse. WrestleMania 11, 
mm-hmm. as an example. So this WrestleMania was not bad, but it was a mediocre WrestleMania. I'm going to give this whole WrestleMania 35 event two bells. It was good. It was fun. Will I go back and watch it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. It was mediocre. It was good. It was fine. Ed, how many bells are you going to give WrestleMania 35? Well, here's the thing. Um, all these matches, with one exception, I think I've given one or no stars to, with a couple of exceptions. Um, yeah, I'm listen. I'm just going to try to make it as short and sweet as possible, and do everything exactly the opposite the way they did because this thing lasted fucking forever, forever. Fifteen matches. Way too, way too fucking long. Way too long. It was fucking. It was like twelve hours long. Almost as long as this show. Oh god. Uh, but this is a one spell WrestleMania for me. Interesting. One bell. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All one right. Bell, well, that concludes our show for WrestleMania 35. Here for Call It in the Ring. Uh, I had such a great time talking about WrestleMania 35 fans. Thank you so much for, uh, for, 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 for definitely checking us out here on this one in two weeks. Ed and I will be back for another call it in the ring episode. We will be having a debate and we don't ever announce what our debates are going to be. But for this case, we are going to do it because we've been planning this for about a month and we're giving it to you fans now as a teaser. We're going to debate WrestleMania. WrestleMania 10, WrestleMania 20, and WrestleMania 30. To just get into more of the WrestleMania hype train out of those 10 years of between those WrestleManias, which one was the best, which one was the worst, get into those four big WrestleManias. That will be a fun show to, 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 to definitely have. So... Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode. Make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com. Make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Just go to the right side of the page, click on Call in the Ring, and you can see all of our archives from every episode we've done, from Kane to Kurt Angle to Chris Benoit. Check out some of those awesome episodes that we have done. Also, find us on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Just search for Movie Guys Podcast. And also on YouTube. Check us out on our live and raw and uncut episodes of Movie Guys Podcast live every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. If you're a fan of Movie Guys Podcast, you can definitely watch us record the show before it's edited and released to the public the day after. Also, Spotify and on iTunes. All you got to do is just go into the search bar of those social media forms. Just type in Movie Guys Podcast and find us. And I've also forgot this. Don't forget this one. iHeartRadio. Ed, thank you so much for uh, joining me on this one with, with WrestleMania 35. And everybody, have a good night.